Painkiller Nearly, episode 86. All right. Kyle? So far, so good. <laughs> yeah, recording. Uh, <laughs> I've been sick for a few days. I, I feel awful. What are your symptoms? Be... Like, I, I, you were so sick yesterday, you couldn't play video games. That's I, incredibly sick. I've been trying to yeah. drag him into movie night. We haven't done movie night in ages. Taylor, you and your girlfriend, by the way, are more than welcome. I'd love to have you. But we used to watch movies. Like, sometimes, um, you know... We'd all buy them at the same place and, and watch them in sync. Or um, sometimes they'd be a Netflix one. The one I want to watch, I'm flexible, really. But the one that I picked out uh, is a Netflix movie. So, uh, Which one? Um, Stretch. Stretch. What's it about? Uh, oh, well, funny you asked. Um, Not really. Shit. You brought it up. <laughs> hard luck limo driver stretch is struggling to go straight and pay off a debt to his bookie when he picks up a crazed passenger who sought after who sought after ledger implicates some seriously dangerous criminals Ooh. it's rated r which i like i i, I is it in the past mm, it doesn't look like it but they're after someone's ledger like a list of names it appears basically this there's this limo driver who's like trying to get himself out of trouble so he grabs a really dangerous passenger and hijinks ensue and it's rated r which Uh. i don't know i'm just down for a rated r movie like i'm tired of all the sanitized stuff like bring on the dirt i'm a grown-up yeah yeah i like i've looked a lot into the mpaa and uh, and how they rate films and stuff and mm-hmm. it's 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 such a silly arbitrary process that that really doesn't have anything to do with anything at all just just so much what bullshit and, to you? well there's just the like thing about the fox thing. well there's the thing about the fox you know you can have one fuck and mm-hmm. there's there there's there's different versions of fuck you can write the word fuck and that's different but then there's exceptional rules like the martian there were there was one audible fuck one one of those, you know, we can clearly read his lips and, mm-hmm. and one like I think where he either says it or types it or something like but but there's the little things like what makes a PG, what makes the jump between PG and PG-13. It's it, that's that's where the that's bullshit ensues. It, it's what does it take to go from G to PG to PG-13 to R to NC-17? And it's the gaps in between that are crucial because. The difference not only applies at the box office. Obviously, nobody's going to take anybody to an NC-17 movie. Studios won't, sh- um, the, uh, the the theaters won't even show it most uh, mo- most of the time. So if you get labeled an NC-17, you got to back off and, and send re- um, you know re- revised uh, New edits, editions of usually, your film. Right. So a lot of times, like I've heard Sasha Baron Cohen say, I'm probably butchering his name, uh, that he would um, send in a horrible, horrible, awful version of the movie first, and so like, like he's like. He's like, if I wanted two minutes of a man getting fucked by an elephant, I'd send him twelve minutes of a man getting <laughs> fucked by an elephant. And and when at the end when we chopped movie's it down six to, hours long. Yeah, and at the end when they when we cut it down to two minutes, they were happy and so was I. You know, stuff like that. Um, so it's so genius. it's it's such a shitty process. The art of the and, deal. Uh, hey. You lose a lot of the what the filmmaker intended sometimes, and, and it's not always over. Like, oh, I see. He wanted to like shoot a woman in her vagina and show the whole thing. Like. No, that wasn't what he wanted. He just wanted to like use a little more coarse Couple language. More or, or when the guy got punched, he wanted blood to viscerally spray so you see it. And like one of the things that I love about the 80s movies, like Commando and stuff like that, is the blood packs. You know, when in RoboCop, when when he's getting shot up and the blood is literally that's, spraying off that of him. That is 
ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous scene in any. Just the it's whole. It's over the top. It it. I am imagining it in my head. <laughs> that scene is so over the top, and I guarantee you, if I put that movie in right now, my imagination wouldn't begin to conjure the images I was seeing. Just light him up. Then they, they like they blow his arm off, you know, with a shotgun point blank. But that's what I'm looking for sometimes. Not quite that over the top, but if someone gets shot, show me blood, and not that 300 CGI blood. I don't like. Oh yeah, here's here's a game. So make one change, a small, preferably change to a film. And how does that change its rating to make it worse or maybe better? Like oh. Blood, the rings that make it R. In like uh, Jungle Book. Like in Jungle Book, if just like real cats, all the cats were walking around like with their tails raised and you could see like a cat asshole, I think <laughs> that would put it up into PG. <laughs> um, I don't know. There, you made a you got a, you got a good one there with Lord of the Rings because because all the blood is black and because it's black blood, it's blood. not. It's it's not worthy of the R. But if you if you make that red blood, then it's just it's it's not much softer than Braveheart with with Mel Gibson lopping legs off and blood spraying everywhere. Lord of the Rings is a very violent movie. I, I get that it's arbitrary, and I, I sort of understand what you're saying. But I also feel like it's doing a job for me, and it does it pretty well. I, I just want to know if it's R or not. Pretty good. I want to know if it's R or higher or not. You know, if it's not R, I feel comfortable taking my kids to it. If it is. Probably not a kids movie. Like I Deadpool. think there's been some PG-13 movies that were that were pretty fucking harsh. Those Batman movies were very violent. Those Chris Nolan Batman movies, um, those were hard PG-13s. The, the all, just the the material with the Joker alone, you know, all of his, it was very adult stuff. Um, it it is, but not. It, it doesn't hang with Deadpool. Oh, it, it looks like I'm losing you. I like the current system. Uh, the the internet hung up there, but um, uh. As harsh as the Batmans were, especially with um, who's the dead Joker? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. That's what I'm looking for. Thanks. Um, Heath Legend. <laughs> uh, especially with him. Yeah, that. Damn it! Oh, what a missed opportunity. No, oh, I, I think I would have oh. known. I, don't, I, I knew his name well enough. I would have maybe even got it myself eventually. But uh, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I G to PG, PG to PG thirteen, and even art or whatever's above R X or triple X or NC seventeen. I don't even know that you can stack rank them. I feel like, like. It, it's like a tree, you know, like it goes G, PG, PG-13, R, and then it just spreads out into branches. You know, you want to head in this direction, we go triple X. You want to head in this direction, there's X. Well, no, so so the whole like multiple X's thing is silly now. That, that doesn't apply at all. So like an X rating is really just pornography. That just applies to pornography. But but like NC-17 is is above R. So so no one under 17 is allowed, unlike with R, where you can have a parental guardian and everything. And NC-17... Is like some of those bullshit movies that get like cult followings, like those horror films. I think like very one of the be uh, human centipedes. Yeah, they'll be extremely gory. Um, they'll, they'll, it'll be torture, violence, stuff like that, with lots of gore. Or it might be um, a lot of nudity. I know I saw um, I watched an NC seventeen movie the other day, and that you know you see a hard dick, like you you see you see the woman's like pussy lips, like you, you, there's. There's like it's it's borderline, you know. You, you certainly wouldn't uh, take a kid to it because it's what? adult material, and what's that's what the, it's meant to be. But I'm an adult, I can handle that. I can see a dick. What's I the movie that that goes backwards? That's not <laughs> At least Memento. One, right? <laughs> what's the movie that goes backwards? That's not Memento. Uh, 
Swordfish? Does it? No, that's not what Did I'm thinking of. Hackers? No, backwards. Oh. Irreversible. Irreversible is the one. The rape scene. That. <sighs> I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh. It, irreversible is hard to watch. It, um, like, there, like, like Kyle says, you know, I'm an adult. Bring on the gore. Bring on the sex. You know, it, it, that's what I'm here for. You watch Irreversible, that that movie will have an impact on you. There's a couple like things. A in, oh, go ahead. In, there's a couple things in Irreversible that are bad. Obviously, there's the long rape scene. I'm talking. It, it might be five minutes long. It might be more. It could easily be six or seven minutes long. Um, and after he rapes her, he beats her terribly. Just a real serious beating. A he, real whooping. A real whooping. And, uh, a hospital. He hospitalizes we're her. We're kind of neglected. Her up bad. And it's Monica Bellucci, who's, who, in my opinion, is like top ten most beautiful women in the world ever. She's perfect to and me. I love. You left Bellucci. out the I've rape scene. The, foreign films the, where you the, get to see lots of nudity. Um, but then, you know, you're not giving it rape, credit. You got to do something. You're not giving that, it credit right? because it is a dry anal rape scene. Like you can't just leave that out. Um, I didn't remember that actually. I remember it was it was not good, but I, I didn't remember that part. Yeah. Did you know it was dry? Well, yeah, you really getting in there. He didn't have. His, <laughs> he didn't have was, that, was that a little bit of forced exposition? Oh my goodness! Before this rape, uh, if only there was some lube here. You know, I left it at home. They just included that, or no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> there was no lube in the thing. Like it, you know, it, it happens in a in like an underground subway type thing. So he just like beats her up, scares her into uh, not resisting anymore. And um, he identifies her as sort of high class and that makes him extra mad at her. And then that's why he decides to like anally rape her. So wow. then her boyfriend and ex-boyfriend, awesome. if I remember correctly, have to band together to go get some revenge for this. And uh, if I remember correctly, they find the guy and they really put a whooping on him. And they fucked him in the ass. He worse. Worse, I would take ten dicks in the ass before I let those those two guys go to work on me with a fucking fire extinguisher. He starts bashing his face with the fire extinguisher, and they show it. And every time he bashes, there's less face to bash, and he bashes until there's no more face to bash. It's it's almost like those gore movies. Like the first time they hit him, like we watched. Um, I don't know. You were on that show where we did the gauntlet, weren't you? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Like the, the hammer. There's a kill scene. Yeah, the hammer. That's the one where like. <laughs> As it progresses, like the first time you're like, okay, they stabbed him in the belly with a screwdriver. He can recover from this. And then as it's going along, you're almost like, put him out of his misery. There's no turning around from this. Like it, yeah, it's like he's as good as dead. Just, just at this point, just turn the hammer around and finish it. Like It'd be a yeah. mercy killing at this point. Perfect. And uh, that's what the fire extinguisher scene reminded me of. Well, I'm down for a movie <clears throat> night anytime. Um, I, I like doing those too. Just got to figure out the scheduling and everything. Um, so, so yeah, that'd be fun. So uh, what else is going on? The, the Panama Papers have come out, and I feel like not a, as much is being made of it as, as should be, and partially due Jesus to the fact is making that a big deal about it. 11 million documents that have to be uh, rifled through. But the, the interesting things, I guess the broad note, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but basically the deal is there's this Panamanian company that creates shell corporations that rich people, celebrities, FIFA officials, uh, politicians, bad guys around the world use to hide their money from uh, from things like the United States going and grabbing it, of course, but also from tax. It, it's about tax evasion and that sort of thing. And also about moving money around illicitly. Like, how do you pay a terrorist? 
You know, he you can't use PayPal, but you could form some sort of shell corporation and then just hand it over to him, and he would take all the assets. The, and and they found a lot of big names as they dug through this that you might have heard before. Guys like Muammar Gaddafi, guys like uh, Vladimir Putin, and most and most interestingly to me anyway, because something has actually come of it, the president of Iceland over there where they've got the pirate party. Um, 10% of the electorate apparently came out to protest yesterday, and he resigned. The president Dozens resigned. Dozens of people. <laughs> it's like 30,000. Yeah, it was so many people that, like, you were like, oh, shit, I could never count that many people. It was a huge square full of people, and then roads were full of people as far as the eye could see. It was a lot of people. Uh, it wasn't quite as many as uh, an Alabama Trump rally, but it was a lot of people. And, uh, and I don't know what's going to come of this thing, but I, th I think it's very interesting. I like whenever these documents are leaked. And we get to see what these assholes who are actually pulling the strings around the world are doing. And uh, it's always nice to rub a little shit in their faces. So I don't think anything will happen to Vladimir Putin because... You said I, that was Iceland, right? With Iceland. Uh, Iceland. I, I, I actually heard that it was just a big group of riot just so excited over the new release of Heavy Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh. It's funny you mentioned I'm rewatching. Uh, I don't want to get off on a Game of Thrones uh, tangent, but I'm rewatching uh, the previous season of Game of Thrones to get ready for this new season that's coming up. I want to make sure I'm 100% on the same page, and uh, and I love that scene when you see the mountain and he's all blue and veiny through those eye holes, and uh, her maester is like, he has taken a vow of silence until <laughs> all of her grace's enemies are killed, and I'm like. <laughs> Well, she just made a few more enemies because right then she's covered in shit and, and fucking spit and naked and shit and her feet are all bloody. And I, I just imagined her being like, good. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, gotta... I hate that maester. That, I don't remember what the Lannister like maester is, but just the way he, he has like a face and a demeanor, almost like Piglet from Winnie the Pooh, where it's like, oh, I just walking around kind of all shriveled up and just an unassuming old man, just, you know, oh, now, let him be. But then you talk to him and it's like, oh, you know, I'm just fucking with dead people and just leave that dwarf head here, you know? Uh, I'm sorry about this internet issue. I don't know what to say. my internet shout out for a minute can you hear me now i do hear you good yeah i can hear you now i think everything shout out for everyone good um, anyway so, yeah the dwarf head was the last thing i remembered yeah yeah i like him because to me he's he's the kind of uh he's like not held back by any any bullshit like i feel like all the other maesters like are like oh yes he's like a real scientist all the other maesters are like yeah kind of like a nazi scientist i'm okay with that yeah, but, but the other maesters are like, oh, that's blood magic. We don't work with that. And it's like, don't work well, with dwarf heads. Yeah. I'll work with dwarf heads. I'll work with blood magic, whatever it takes. If you can, you know, fix this hand that's missing or regrow that giant over there, any of that stuff works. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But back to the Panama Papers, um, I think we'll learn more as this thing is rifled through as they go through the millions of documents, 2.6 terabytes of information. I feel like most people in the world don't know what a terabyte is or what a gigabyte or a bit or or any of that is and they have a hard time understanding the the quantity of that information just how much if you if you printed it out and sat it on your floor it would look like so um i, I think it's going to take a while for that to get what right would it look like i don't skype has stopped working um and, and i'm looking at my internet my internet is fine 
So I, what, what I thought was an internet problem actually isn't. And uh, I, I guess I'm going to sort out this Skype thing. You know, we tested this before the we started recording and um, made sure everything was okay. So it's, it's so frustrating. It's, it's harder to get this right than you would think it is. Um, Great. Okay. So now it's, you guys are squares. So I have to redo the formatting again. You used to be 16 by 9. Now you're yeah. 4 by 3. Yeah, this is one of the issues with Skype that we have. Um, and there's no explanation for it. Sometimes we're widescreen. Sometimes we're not. Um, and it just depends on how Skype's feeling at, at, at that moment. Mm -hmm. Really, I don't care what shape we're in as long as we can hear each other. And that seems like a tall order already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I I take it personally. Like like I, I feel personally responsible for how shitty this is. Yeah, I usually blame I blame you too. I, well, it, then it's unanimous. <laughs> it's not our fault though. It's bullshit because like we run tests on this thing. Like we do private calls all the time, and it'll work. And when it's go time, like, it, it just does weird shit. It's not it's not a it's not a good program. Skype. It's just not. Yeah, we need yeah, to see right alternative now. means. Like the dwarf head guy. The alternative guy. means. So, <laughs> I get right, what back. besides the Panama Papers, I guess um, I want oh, to talk about. The, I, I was gonna just the Panama Papers. So I, I I had some additional things to talk about. Like Kyle said, it is very wealthy people around the world avoiding taxes. Mostly, ninety five percent of it is just dudes avoiding taxes, and um, the other five percent is like the sexy stuff, the terrorists you know, getting payment and avoiding like, you know, US banks and stuff like that. There aren't that many Americans on the list. Like I, really? I yeah, not implicated so far. Uh, okay. I can't name them. I thought there was one, but yeah, sure world map in North America hadn't been turned red yet. Okay. That so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'm thinking of, but anyway, uh, pretty much America is not having this problem. And one of the reasons is because in America, the tax system is already rigged in favor of the rich, right? Like when um, you're smiling, but I'm right on this. Like, you know, if you earn money, if you earn a lot of money uh, via just like earning it, like Kobe Bryant does or Oprah Winfrey or whatever, then then um, in terms of salary, you pay a high rate. It's like 39% or 39.6 or something. It's almost 40% of your salary. If your investments earn it, then it's much less than that. It's like 20%. They pay half in taxes what you do if you earn it. And because of that, they're not shoving their stuff into tax havens the same way that um, that they are in other countries. And mm. yeah, it's. I thought, huh, that's that's kind of interesting to me, and it almost makes you wonder. Like, I mean, I, I talked to Taylor about this once before. I felt like I put him on the spot in a bad way, but it was like, hey, you know, would it be a good idea to have a tax holiday where everyone could bring their money back into the into America? You know, as it is today. If you earn money in India, then you pay Indian taxes and it's there. If you bring it to the U.S., you have to pay U.S. taxes and that's not cool. But don't you want it in the U.S. so they can open plants and do things like that? Um, so it's like... I want huh. it in India. I want to pay Indians to do my work. I don't want to build a plant in the United States. 
I do. Yeah. What about our environment? <laughs> I like the idea of fucking their environment out. Uh, oh, well, we it depends. There, have you seen their environment? Have you oh. seen that, that river, that that literal the, river is it the of Ganges? Shit? The is that Ganges what it's River. It's like it has some religious significance to where some of the people will bathe in it every day. Some? Uh, not by some, I don't mean a couple dozen. I mean millions, like tens of thousands of people are coming down every day, bathing together. Probably hundreds of thousands because it's India, and there's like four times as many people there as here. I'm going to show you something pretty interesting. I hope you haven't seen it before. Have you seen the people shitting on the Indian, like, I don't want to call it a beach, because that's not a beach. Next to the water. Have you seen all the public shitting they do? I would uh, send it. I'm just going to Google Indian I've public shitting. Where I've, like, read some of those poo in the loo stories. Taylor, but... Taylor, can you lower your gain? I typed it, but you didn't seem to see it. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're blowing out. So look at that. There's, um... This is just a, a Google image search of Indian public shooting. But as you scroll down, like, it's a big thing there. They, they like it. They do a lot of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's how they shit. Um, and that river is full of shit and dead people and dead animals. And they bathe in it and they wash their clothing in it. And I can only imagine they get some of it in their mouths. I'm hoping they're not like actually like, oh, I'm very thirsty. Let's go to Ganges. I hope they're not drinking that water. Like, I hope there's some better water than that. But... Yeah, the Indian uh, people, most of them, of that over billion, uh, over one billion people, are really gross, dirty, backward people who wouldn't fit into Western civilization because their thing is shitting on uh, in public. <laughs> it's not just pooping, too. Well, whatever. I'm sure they're jerking one off, blowing loads all over <laughs> no. that. Either they're fucking anything they get, like, whatever. Culturally, there are some things that are just true, right? Like Chinese men tend to spit a lot more than like Chinese people. Chinese people is a whole spit. Yeah, can you turn your gain back up, Taylor? I think we like went llamas. too far. Like llamas. And <laughs> uh, and Indian people just don't use trash cans. Like, they don't have the same allegiance to throwing trash in a trash can that you would expect. And uh, dumping large amounts of trash, like, on the street and stuff. It's, um, it's a real mess there. Yeah, yeah. There, um, There's big initiatives. Like, like, I remember there was some political candidate who, Sorry, who had won. One of his big initiatives was Toilets! Like that's this guy's like, like over here our politicians that's his platform. Are, yeah, our politicians are always I mean, say what you want about Trump, but Trump's uh, big idea he shits besides, in the toilet. He <laughs> shits <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> but, but his ideas are things like building a wall and, and he explains all the benefits that he thinks would come from that wall and, and things like he talks about health care, he talks about getting get, getting us better deals overseas. What he doesn't talk about is how we need more toilets because <laughs> we don't need more toilets. We got plenty of them over Extra. here. Extra. I think that this is innovative, and look at this picture right here. They're saving water by using a simple, economical pooker chief. They just lay it on the ground, you go onto it, and then purport. Yeah, I guess you just leave it there. I guess that's just now where that poop is. I like they're blurring <laughs> out the turds. Like there's a tiny box over the over like his ass crack, and 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 I suppose a turd. This guy's just sitting there. He's sitting on his own shit. Like. And think about this. We always hear about how careful Woody is to make sure he's nice and clean and fresh. How clean and fresh are you get? Are these guys getting after this? I guarantee each of their asses are crusted with shit and asphalt. They don't use toilet look at, paper. Look at guy, the, the guy, the count five from the left. He's looking the most towards the camera. He's grimacing, <laughs> almost just kind of looking down the line to make sure that his poop is kind of... You know, am I on par? You know, not a lot of us are eating a ton, but let's make sure we're all getting kind of close. Because it is that bad. He, well, very sunny, very sunny. Like so, it's just spraying. And it's after disgusting. they're done pooping, they will wipe it with their hand <laughs> and then wash their hands. And it's something that Indians don't talk about. 
Wait, you, they're not, I know that they wipe their ass with their left hand, right? Uh, I think so. I thought that was an Arab thing, but maybe it's a global phenomenon. I know it's an Indian thing. This is the thing that I know. (laughs) How do you get out of there? How are you, are you just like kind of like a cat tractor just scooping? See, my my question was this. I've never really drilled down to the specifics, right? But there will be times when with paper, I will do three to five wipes. Could be more, right? You don't know. And with my hand, I feel like you've got one or two shots at wiping, at which point... And then you've got a shit hand, and you're just making things worse back there. You're just spreading it around. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. That's why those goddess, gods and goddesses that they worship have so many fucking hands. They need them. <laughs> you, oh, it's... yeah. They were... <laughs> Kyle, we lost your video, but that's great. Because uh, <laughs> that's how they keep their dream come true. Like, like every ma- every Indian man's dream is a woman with eight hands, so she could help him get his ass clean. It, it's, oh, it, it's really disgusting. I, I don't care. You know, I I feel like some people might say that's racist, but it's just the fucking truth. Indian people as a no, whole is the true thing about them. Well, you're not being racist. I don't think. I don't uh, think you're so. just you're saying that the practice am, of and behind. Pooping. No, the practice of pooping in public is something that most of the world has steered clear of because it's just a bad idea. Yeah, that's like I want a hundred percent privacy. I don't like shitting in stalls. I don't like shitting in public. I I, I, I I love being on my toilet that I'm familiar with. You know what I do? I open the seat and I turn a little space heater on and it warms the seat for me. I've thought about investing in one of those heated seat toilets, but when I've got my heater right there, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I know I'm shitting in twenty minutes. I don't want to shit in some public toilet. It's not. Would happening. you? Uh, would you go show off if you were in India? Perhaps show off like how much American food you could eat. You just squat <laughs> down right next to him and lay just a proud American shit. They wouldn't Look know at how much food's in that American shit. You know? uh, they wouldn't know what to do with one of my big shits. Like like if I've spent the <laughs> night before like really like killing Taco Bell and and just having like four meals. Like some nights mm. I'll eat four times. Like between like nine nine p.m. and the morning. You know, there'll be a bowl of raisin bran or two. There'll oh, be an entire Taco Bell extravaganza. There'll be some fruits, a lot of apple juice. I like <laughs> apple juice. And so the next morning, like, I'm filling that toilet up. Like, it, I'm going to have to flush so that my balls don't get some shit on them. It's going to be messy. So, no, I don't feel like uh, the Indian... I guess a beach could handle as much shit as you put on it, but... Yeah, I, I imagine that... The shitting is kind of like the the keeping up with the Joneses there to show how much food you have. Where they'd see you and you're like living in a house for a week and like, oh, oh, the Americans going out to shit again, you know, Ahmed or whatever. Like, come over here, look at this. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, oh, Mr. Shit four times a day guy. I got so much food over here. Look at me. God, asshole. He's oh. fucking, like <laughs> pooping in the street willy nilly. You know. Speaking of Mr. Shit four times a day guy, did you watch Wing's latest video? Uh, I watched. I've seen it most, twice. As have I. It, that really bummed me out to see how he was getting treated. I don't think that really sucks. That's, that's Wait, shitty. Wait, I didn't feel like he was being treated poorly. Not not treated like fuck you wings, but just like the environment that that is doesn't seem like it would help cultivate positive thinking. Yeah, uh, Woody and I watched it today. Um, Careful analysis. Yeah, we would stop and and discuss what we just saw every couple of minutes. 
yeah, try to analyze and break down and decipher mm. uh, what Gangster Grandma was saying at times. I think Woody was leaning on my southern uh, sensibilities, maybe, to... Uh, it to, didn't work as well as I hoped, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I know, you know, I've got redneck friends. I've got... Uh, some people might call me a redneck. I, You know, and I've got guys like Jeremy around me who have southern speech impediments, I guess you could call them. Um, but Gangster Grandma throws me for a loop every now and then when I'm listening to her talk. Uh, I didn't I didn't follow all of that. Really? But, did really? you? It's not that hard to understand, I don't think. Like, so, well, we it have might to take pull you a you second in. when she goes on like those like country rambles where like five words come out, like bup, 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 and then it slows down. Trying but, to trying to meet out the details of of her story and and what she what specifically she was upset about was difficult for me because it seemed like she had brought this guy in and then took according to wings taking his money but according to her like this guy was just a nuisance now and he's like in her building and she doesn't want him there and she's leaving lights on that that are her lights and she's got a drop cord hooked up and uh taking her electricity and she pays for this and she pays for that and then it sort of dissolved into yeah, this talk then, about who owned what and that seemed very foggy you know and i certainly have no idea um, and, and but it seemed like no one there did either. Wings had his idea about who owned things, and Gangster Grandma had hers, and I'm sure Wings' mother has uh, maybe some ideas that differ from 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 either of the first two. Uh, it's a real interesting situation over there, and that's why I've always said it it, it would make a great reality show. Um, Gangster Grandma is you'd just, need subtitles. You'd need subtitles at times. Um, it's great though. I, I I I I love that he started the thing off. He's like, all right, let me start from the beginning. So Gangster Grandma and Jim. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, who the Who's fuck Jim? is Jim? <laughs> yeah. Start from the beginning. Started three, like, <laughs> Jim from the auto shop. He brought in new characters onto the into the cast without telling us about them. You know, you've got to introduce like where I Jim came from. I did think that like I felt like I was starting Game of Thrones season four, like episode six, where yeah. he's like, now Jim, and I'm like, Well, why even bother? Like <laughs> I do I have to go do I have to watch a backlog well, to get Jim's <laughs> biography? Yeah, and, I had and no then idea. Jim was an engineer, and I was really curious, like the way specifically what kind of engineer he was. Yeah, like the way that Wings mentioned his career, it sounded like, you know, you know when Trump was worth like negative eight hundred million or something, but you just knew this guy was a home run hitter that could fix that problem. Wings almost described this guy as, you know, like a home run hitter of some sort. This guy is an engineer. This guy had a, you know, a hell of a career behind him. You know, he was a senator. I made that up. But, you know, and, and now he wrote a couple bad checks, so we're going to help him get back on his feet so that he can be the super guy he has been his entire life. Maybe it's not the same around the world, but down here in the South, people who write bad checks are, are real scum. Okay, like, like, and, and let me just say, I'm not talking about bouncing a check because Woody and I discussed this, and, and he he was like, yeah, I bounced a check one time. It was the bank's fault, and it was many years ago. And it I was, was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I think I might have bounced a check or two as well when I was, especially when I'm a teenager, and you know, balancing a checkbook, no online banking, it could be difficult. Bank processing times vary. Sometimes you give them a check You're not on doing Friday. It maliciously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. What we're talking about is malicious bad check writing, which is fraud. It's not tantamount to fraud. It's it's fraud. It's just plain out fraud. He's right. He say he's writing a check that he knows isn't good. He knows he doesn't have X amount of money in the bank. He just wants this thing from this person, and he's defrauding them. And I, that made me think much, much less of this guy. Um, you know, like, like and. I know Wings likes to be the guy who to jump in and help somebody out, and that's an admirable thing. But he. But this guy, if that's what he did, that and I didn't really garner from the video whether or not this was like a oh shit, 
that rent check didn't go through, or if I it was it. like, uh, well, I really wanted that F-150, and I didn't oh. have $45,000. I mean, moment. this is the same guy who pawned a television for, for some food, so I could imagine this guy writing some bad oh, checks. Oh, yeah, on. the television thing was so murky, because every time it seems like that it got back there, it was like, well, this other motherfucker, and it's like, well, what road are we veering down now? Like, <laughs> and Jason Grandpa was like, you go ask Alice and them. You go ask him, I'll tell you. And I'm, and I'm like, please. That was about whether or not her. they were dating. That was that, that was the subject for that. You know, she's like, you, 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 you're, you were dating Jim. I never had Jim. Was never my boyfriend. I never loved him. You ask this guy. You they want to send wings on this like investigative reporting. You know, like like sidetrack. Yeah, it's like no, you, I never loved him. You ask Carlos, and it's like, oh god, another character. Like, <laughs> what's Carlos do? Is he like kind of an ancillary guy? Pops in with a catchphrase once in a while. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the love, love. I really appreciated that Wings went outside and filmed those tire tracks. Yes! So that we got the sense that, yeah, Gangster Grandma is exaggerating right now and she's being unfair about these tire tracks because this is the tire tracks of someone who just drove through sand in a vehicle because that's what happens when you drive through sand in a vehicle. He wasn't spinning tires, he wasn't like hauling ass, but um, I don't know I don't what to take from that, that video. That it, it was interesting. Um, I, th I think you get a little uh, look into what makes Wings tick as a person. You get to see that he likes to be the one to help people out. He, 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 he identifies helping people out with, I, I think it makes him feel good. I think, I think it makes him feel good to help people. But also I think he, he, he thinks that that's something that, you know, a grown man should do. A successful and, man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I'm glad that Wings has qualities like that, uh, you know, despite... You know his his life up until now. It, somehow he, he got imbued with that quality, and, uh, and and I'm not sure why or how, but it's a good thing that that came out of uh, his upbringing. But he needs to be more selective in the people that he helps, right? Like the guy will literally like steal Wings' truck from him, and Wings is like, you know, we all make mistakes, you know, like it. Oopsie Daisy. It's like, no, dude, you know, cut a guy out of your life if he fucks you over that hard. Like, you can't have people this toxic in your inner circle. And, um, uh, you know, the, the guy that writes bad checks, like Kyle talks about. Like, these guys are serial fraudsters, one after another serial. And um, I, I would, I'm never going to write a bad check in my life. I know I'm not. I'm not going to do I'm not that. I'm going to write but another that, check. What year do you think it is? I, I write checks all, of this all the time. Work with a contractor. Time. Yeah, I, I pay my water bill because the, the, the place you pay it is literally like 60 seconds away from my house. So like on my way to town, I'll drop by and just write them a check. And uh, I write checks to uh, when I have stuff filmed. You know, I write checks to the crew. Um, there's a lot of people I write checks to still. Okay. Well, my day-to-day -day life, not writing checks for groceries like an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 26, 19. You know, oh, oh you said old 19? Lady. I thought you said 16. Oh, I've got another in here. Like <laughs> when that old lady at the fucking grocery aisle gets at that thing and start, I'm, I'm just like, I get pissed off. Like, like I have one thing I won't tolerate is lollygagging on my time. If it's my time and my time matters to me, uh, and, and it, it's not necessarily always that I have something big to do. It's just that it's my fucking time. Don't lollygag on my time. Don't bullshit on my time, especially if you're some employee. I was at Rite Aid the other day. I was buying Kitty some um, some some drinks. Kitty had some dental work done, and she can't eat solid food for a little while, so she had these uh, like meal-in-a-drink things that are awful that she has to eat. And so mm -hmm. I, I drive to Rite Aid to get these things. Meanwhile, I've got a major truck issue going on. This was before I fixed the wheel bearing. And it just has started making its noise. So I'm in Rite Aid thinking like, 
I got a major fucking issue out there. I'm already pissed. And I, and I get the drinks. I'm, I'm in line. One person in front of me, it's an old lady. And the lady convinces her to get some sort of wellness card or some shit. And it takes her 15 minutes to sign up for this thing and get it. And by the time it was over, I'm fuming mm. with my two items. And the worst part is there's another bitch working there who just stood oh. there and didn't do shit. And so when I finally get up to the aisle, she's like, she's like, do you have a wellness card? And I was like, no. She's like, would you like one? I was like, no, I've wasted enough time here today. And she was like, are you sure? I was like, I don't think you heard me. You've <laughs> wasted my time. Let's move this along. And I just, I just stared at her like that. And she's eh. <laughs> it's like no one had ever said anything to her without a sing-song jokey fucking tune to it before like nobody nobody ever put her on the spot and told her to do her fucking job and uh and i don't know maybe i should just ease up because it's rite aid and it's literally easter but no i'm not gonna ease up <laughs> because i want to get the fuck out of rite aid yeah. with this stupid drink so i can go spend so, the next you know where i'm learning at the end of the day though what happened is this girl who is working on easter had to sign up some idiot for a store credit card and she tried to satiate you and she failed and you looked at her like like she was sitting there like oh god i hope they sign up for the wellness card i want to explain that you don't hit the x there you actually have to push the red button on the thing facing them again like no of course not they don't want to do that i understand what you're saying though i've i've done what kyle did at gamestop you know i'd be like all right uh, bioshock 2 no up sales please and uh, they're like, okay, would you like to buy a power-up card? Nope, no up sales. Can I yeah. interest you in a used copy instead? No, just this. Let's, let's check out. And all of a sudden, like, I'm the dick. It's like, no, like, it, we went into this, and I asked for a simple transaction. Uh, honestly, like, I have gone, I, I, I hear what you're saying, like, you feel like you're the dick. I've done the exact same thing, and I never feel like a dick. Maybe it's because I don't know when I'm being a dick very well sometimes. But, like, I don't feel like they're giving me, like, a am a dick vibe because I'll just kind of be like, here's my thing. I don't preface it with, like, a no upsells because that already makes you seem a little bit aggressive where it's like, I know your game, you fuck. And, I like, do, though. Like, <laughs> like I, bit, it's, then, I go to the really, same but, store. Yeah, but... What you, I do is just give it to them. Oh, do you want to sign up for the, our bullshit card so you get 10% off? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Do you want to sign up? No, no, no. I'm fine. That's all right. And that's it. And they're always like, oh, okay. Like, no. Sometimes they got three or four things. I don't like it either. It's, um, they know what, me at my GameStop. They, they, they know me at my GameStop and like, they know my name and everything. Mm -hmm. and, and they know I don't buy any of that shit. He just knows. He knows I don't want it. So he doesn't bother me with it anymore. Mm -hmm. But anytime they're trying to sell me some card, get me to sign up for some bullshit... I, I'm this close to having a meltdown. I'm going to talk to my internet provider tomorrow, and I'm going to have a meltdown. Oh, it's it's going to be an absolute yeah. <laughs> fucking meltdown because Kitty just found out that there's some competition now where it has 25 by, like, what is it, Kitty, 25.5? Yeah, she can't hear me. But the, the, the other internet provider, is it 25.5? 25.4. So, like, I, I think there's some competition. So I'm going to go there tomorrow. Um, supposedly 22. 20 down, 2 up. Um, but, but you know how it's been. It's been shitty as fuck. So I'm going to go in there tomorrow and have a real fucking meltdown. Yeah. And, uh, you should and tell them about the hour and like 10 minutes you wasted in that Age of Mythology game only to get booted. I'm gonna st I I've already written down some of the things I'm going to tell them. I, I, I want to make sure that I dump all of the anger that I have stored up for them on them. I'm going to explain. <laughs> the airing of grievances. <laughs> Can I give you a tip? There's yeah. So I've, I've, I've worked through bad internet before. 
oftentimes it's connection based like um like physically the connections they corrode over time and they need to come out and replace all the ends of the wires and um if you tell them that your video games are being interrupted it's hard to find someone who understands the severity of that yeah. but if you tell them that you can't make an online call and that you work from home or something like that then they get it in a better way so. Yeah, um, I, I've explained this to them a few times. I think they've got fucking temporary lines and in run into my house anyway. Um, they're they're real cocksuckers. So I, I, I'm gonna blow up tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at the lady behind the counter, and then I, hopefully I can get the guy in the back office. I want to yell at him too. I'm gonna tell him he's bad as bad at his job. I'm gonna make sure I get nice. that. You're in. gonna yell all the way to the top. Out <laughs> enough that the guy in the back can hear me, and then and at some point I'm gonna let him know he's bad at his job. Um, I I am. I, I'm, Good. I'm gonna let them know that. Th I'm gonna also let them know that the the people that they sent here to like do our internet were fucking cursing and surly and didn't do their job properly. And they, yeah, and they yeah. weren't even white. No, I'm gonna the the last two guys that came were fucking cocksuckers. I'm gonna tell them they're assholes. I hate them. I hate them so much. I'm gonna give you guys their number at some point. <laughs> what did they wait? Really? What did they do to to piss you off so much? The actual people that showed up. Oh, they were just sur they, like at one point, Kitty overheard him being like, "They don't need two lines. I don't know what we're doing out here." Like, like blah blah blah. Like, um, they they didn't want to. Re they at first they re they named my internet connection my full name, and I was like, "I don't want this thing broadcasting my full name out, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to anyone within three hundred feet or whatever." Um, I want it to be called Dunder Mifflin. Like, why not? Like, that'll be mine. And uh, and and oh. Well, that's a real problem. And it's just like, yeah, it's your fucking problem. That's your job. Like, like fucking do it. And, and now yeah. I've got this issue where I've got three wireless connections coming out of one modem for some reason. I've got Kitty's line that's putting out one wireless connection. Um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. You take down one line, sometimes the other one goes down. I'm completely confused about what my hardware is at this point. And, and, and I just want, to, I just want to, to make that lady cry. And I'm going to tell her she smells if she, if she kicks back at all because she does. I can smell oh. her behind the counter. Now, does she smell because too much perfume or B.O.? B.O.? Or She's a dirty, she's a big breath. fat woman. A big fat dirty woman, you said? She's a big fat, unclean, unwashed woman that smells so bad like I can smell her for a counter. Right there like, in Georgia, huh? Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, so she's just has a, she's just a smelly bitch who gives you a tood when you come in pissed about your internet. And that's the only an attitude. But last time I was there, I was in there for like 30 or well, not the last time, but the time before that I was in there for like 30 minutes because she, she couldn't figure out why we were getting free Internet. And I'm going to tell them this time. I'm pretty sure the reason I'm getting free Internet is because somebody at your company saw that you guys were fucking me over and just decided that I shouldn't be charged for this bullshit Internet that you're giving me. I shouldn't have to pay for this. Like, yeah, I, you have some some wonderful albatross employee at the day they quit. We're like. Fuck this! This free. For, let's see how long before they catch this and just make yeah, your account free. Because I remember some guy like there. There was a major problem we had like maybe a year or two years ago, and the guy was like, "You guys shouldn't even be paying for this. Like, you know, they, you're not getting adequate service. It's in and out. You shouldn't have to pay for this." And I think that he clicked a button and made me not pay for it. Um, so I, I, whoever that was or whatever, I I, I don't fucking care. But I, I'm gonna have. I went there today to do this, by the way. But their hours are like. Did you lose your nerve, <laughs> like gripping no. the steering wheel in the parking lot, like a serial uh, killer, so before you put it back go. and drive and leave? I get there, 
I get there and I get to the doorknob and it's they're, they're closed. They're closed today because it's Tuesday and they're not open on Tuesdays. They're open like Wednesdays, Fridays, and like Mondays or something. <laughs> the Lord's they're, other day. They take like two hours. The Lord for can have as many days as he day. needs. You know. So they 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 have no. I'm not gonna harp on it anymore. But I'm gonna go see them tomorrow and get something worked out. It's gonna be great. It's gonna make me feel really good. I'm, I'm gonna be able to release all the stress I got built up. It's gonna be great. Yep, you can just explode at them. Painkiller nearly joke? Okay. On a, on a perfect yeah. date, what question do you ask the girl twice? Wait. Oh, God. I, he's always, none of them pay off. I, I love how much Taylor get, hates this. You always get the answer, and it makes sense, but in your head you're like, there's a thousand better things that that could be. This one's you good. Can't think of it. I can't. On a perfect date. On a perfect date, what question do you ask the girl twice? Um, Ready? How was school today? No, I don't know. So, can I come inside? All right, that's painkiller already. Oh, pain <laughs> no, it's not. We got 15 more minutes to go. <laughs> Man, that really sucked the wind out of my sails. <laughs> oh, fuck you. That's a good joke. Yeah. I liked wow. it. Kyle, so we've been tearing it up on Age of Mythology. And yeah. last night, I got a couple of people, listeners, ostensibly, oh, to yeah, join and play. So, yeah, I, I wanted to, we wanted to like extend an invitation to any listeners out there who want to come play with us because there's not a big uh, online presence for this game, kind of like Civ, uh, and getting multiplayer matches set up is, is kind of difficult. And it's not that it's really difficult as much as it'd be nice to play with someone who, if we get disconnected, they want to come back and play with us. So they'll make a, an effort to like get back in the game and get things rolling again. So uh, if you guys want to play with us, just uh, add us on Steam. Mine's OFPS Kyle O. Um, I don't know if you want to put yours out there, but we're playing yeah, it, mythology. Yeah. It's like a $35 steam game. It's uh, real time strategy. If you've ever played age of empires or anything like that, you'll pick it up rather quickly. Uh, I hadn't. So it's, it's been kind of a learning curve for me, but I think I've got it down now and Taylor and I've been playing a good bit. And, uh, I've come very close to winning many times. Uh, um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've outright beat Taylor in a one V one though. No. Taylor, is that how you see it too? So here's why I ask. I feel like, like, let's say that I'm in a foot race with someone considerably slower than me. And he loses by three feet. He didn't necessarily, look, I, I went as fast as I needed to to win. Taylor, would you say you almost lost or you had another gear? Uh, no. They're, I mean, just the way it goes most of the time is, like, he'll hit me really hard and good with an attack. And he'll do some real damage. There have been a couple times, once yesterday, where like I'm watching it, like frantically trying to move my workers and make them not die, and he's coming in from the side because he's been watching YouTube tactics, and I'll watch him doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, damn it, yep, he's doing a terma rush right here. God, fuck, got to move my workers, and I'm losing gold. And he'll send in a really good attack like that, and I'll just kind of reallocate all my economy into pumping out a defensive force, and instead of just kind of defending and building back up when i beat his force i always just straight up attack and send my people straight into his base and then kind of build up my economy but mainly just keep some bullshit troops just always running into his base just fucking shit up and eventually it's like he's been totally hamstrung in his economy and i'm like 
way more successful. And if you look at the map, you're like, wow, this guy's like beating the shit out of him. But you'd be like, no, not really. Just 10 minutes ago, he almost lost. Like, that's just the nature of the game, though. You know, yeah, like, I feel like I, I do a good job of spreading around. Like, even the game right before this we were playing, you almost beat me and took me down. But I had a second town center at the very north part of the map that I was attacking I too. from, too. What? Oh, you had, you had another one in the north. Uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got you there at the beginning. I had I, I feel like that game could have could have kept going on. I, that game wasn't over yet. I still had a bunch of troops down. I built I don't know if you noticed, but I built both of my military buildings right next to your base down there. Yep. Yes, yeah. you did. That was a good idea. Yeah, most of the time I feel like it, it's like you said, I go in and I and I fuck him up real good, but then I'm but he kills all my troops and now I'm out of troops. And my issue is that I'm not multitasking. I'm not going while I'm while I'm doing the battle, I need to be back at the base building more troops so there's another army ready to like follow this one up and it needs to be a steady stream of soldiers and that that's what I'm not doing. I'm trying to get like a knockout blow immediately, but I can't do that against him because yeah. he's too good at, at at hiding his workers and protecting his uh his base. Yeah, it's a lot of like, so I guess to answer, like, yeah, you, Kyle's come very, very close to winning multiple times. It's just, in the end, like, in this game, you can find a, it's really easy to slink out of a bad situation, and if your opponent isn't paying attention and one worker just kind of sprints to another corner of the map, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can start a new civilization up there and just hope that, like, for the next 20 minutes, nobody stumbles upon you and kills you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fun. Kyle's getting a lot better. Yeah, it's, 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 um... It's a lot to, to keep it. It's a lot to do, you know, keeping work because you, you've got to keep a workforce going that, that keeps the economy uh, growing. But, you know, it's not like you put one third of your workers on food, one third on gold, and one third on wood. You don't spread it out like that. It's constantly that. in flux. Yeah. It's constantly in flux as what you need more of, which resource. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly having to micromanage your economy. And it's, uh, and it's it even can, rougher for me and Kyle the way we play. Like, I don't know if you play RTS games, like all of them like this, but I like taught you the way I play which is really aggressively and so all of our games like if you play online sometimes you won't fight someone for like 16 minutes until you're both in the last age and it's a huge last battle but the way Kyle and I both play is just constant constant harassing and attacks and just kind of like being a dick so like every <laughs> like three minutes like at the start of it like if I get an attack off at like four minutes or like five minutes and ten seconds before he's gone classical and like if he started with bad hunt no food and I get over there it's always just like Oh, 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 gee, oh. oh, oh, my worker. Oh, my work. Just <laughs> hating it because <laughs> because like you have it, it, you have to when the game starts, you have no offensive or defensive capabilities virtually like you've got no soldiers. You can't build soldiers. You have to you have to progress to this next age. And, and so it's all about getting to that second age really fucking fast so that now you can build military. If I fall a minute behind then that means he's had a minute of building military that I haven't had, and he just comes over and wrecks house, because I got nothing. It's just a bunch of workers, and then, like, there's multiple um, sieves, if you will, that you can play, and the one that we both like involves these very, very expensive workers that, that do amazing work. They do more work than any other worker. They don't need to dump their uh, food off at some granary Plenty. or anything like that, but they're very expensive uh, workers, so if you kill just one of them, it's like killing three of a normal worker, so... It's all about killing each other's workers at the, at the very early game, um, and it's a, it's a rush. It's it's a rush to build your base up as fast as possible and get into the war. Um, I like it a lot. I think I would love it uh, if I had some noobs to beat up on though, and not just constantly running into Taylor, who's been playing this game since he was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> not when you say since I was twelve, makes it sound like I've you know been doing never like, stopped. That like I, when I was twelve, I made uh, an ashtray out of clay in art class, you know, ceramic. 
for my grandparents who smoked. I haven't been making ashtrays since I was 12. <laughs> like, I've done, he's, I, been I, the, he's been into pottery <laughs> since he was 12. It's, it's, it's really incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not, not quite like that, but... Yeah. The pottery. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely still learning, um, but, but I love it a lot. And I think I could beat I'm, up on some noobs. So if you guys like, want to... All of your attacks, like when we first started playing, you did the thing that everybody does where they're like, oh man, like I really like this unit. And so they just make like a hundred of one unit and just send them all in. And then if you're playing a good opponent, you'll be like, oh, look at this. You know, Kyle's sending in 500 swordsmen. Let's just make like six guys with bows and arrows. And then because of the type difference, like you just beat the shit out of them. Yeah. But now yeah, Kyle's sending in like good unit constitutions, making sense. Like you're, you're very clearly watching some instructional videos, which I went on and watched uh, like an Oranos four minute and 30 second rush. The only thing that I was not doing that he did was upgrade hunting dogs immediately. I've got a question for you, Taylor. So, Kyle, when did you start playing? Three weeks ago? Something like that? Yeah, sure. The version of you from three weeks ago, does that guy beat Kyle right now? The me from three weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you didn't have to get better to, to stay ahead. Oh no! Not yet. No, like uh, I, I know I knew there were build orders and stuff online, but I always kind of just tried to figure out my own thing. But I looked it up, and it's like, oh, that's a helpful little tip. But other than that, like I was kind of, if anything, I was progressing into the next age way too early. Like sometimes I was progressing at like three minutes and ten seconds or something crazy. Why is too early, bad? Because I'm I'm missing out on, like nobody's gonna. It's not gonna be significant. Nobody can be, attack me between three minutes and ten seconds and, like, four minutes anyway. That's just too quick. So I may as well just wait an extra second and get one more worker out before I have to dedicate my town center to progressing to the next stage because it can't do both. It can't create a worker and mm. progress at the same time. So it's better just to get that last worker out, fuck it, wait a little longer, and then progress. But Yeah. it's um it, The thing about Age of Mythology is it's a game that's been out for so long that the there, there at one time was a vibrant professional... Um, scene for this game and so and and really competitive where guys uh broke the game down and learned the best of the best ways to do things and so we have that kind of wealth of knowledge available to us on the internet so we don't need to do or at least i don't need to do hundreds and hundreds of hours of research i can just watch that that video that you just talked about um that oranos four minute 30 second rush video or any of the others and, and pick up and kind of learn from people who spent hundreds of hours doing that stuff um i like it a lot i like real-time strategy and i didn't think i would I always uh, liked Civ because it was turn-based, and I felt like that was more relaxed. And it is. Like, when we're playing, when we're playing this game, there's no time for, for silliness. Like, I don't take any breaks. No, I, there's, no... there's no, like, sipping a beverage, usually. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, my, 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 my fingers are on the hotkeys, H, uh, G, and V, and, it, and H takes me to my, to my uh, town center. V is spawning um, villagers, and, uh, and G is building granaries. And I'm just... And I'm, I've got, you know, five or six hotkeys at the top for my, uh, my units, and I'm just, the whole game, you can kind of hear me over here. I wish here, I could watch clack. for free. Like, I, I wish that, you know, like, because I, I want to spectate your games, but I, I need the game for that, and it's like No, you don't. I, could, I think that you should get it and share try screen. playing a game with us. Maybe you'll like it. I could share a screen with you over Skype. Oh, but that wouldn't be good, though. That would be so Wouldn't laggy. It? It's, I play the game in full screen, so... Maybe I don't know. Like I, I've tried to code via uh, Skype screen sharing before, and it's mm. I can't read the words very well and stuff. Oh. It's not that good. Well, yeah. If anyone out there wants to play with us, though, um, yeah, we, we're looking for people to play with. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game; you can go buy it and play with us. And yeah, uh, no, it doesn't matter if you're new at all. 
if anything, it'll be fun to really Preferred. beat up on you, and yeah. you'll get better way faster than you think. And we also need enough people to do this Helm's Deep map. Yes, let me talk about that. All right, so there is a Helm's Deep scenario that someone built, and it's legit. It's legit, okay? Like, they've built Helm's Deep the way Helm's Deep's supposed to be built. You be each, uh, the, the defenders, you know, the, Ro the Rohirrim uh, are over there. Uh, the Rohan is over there with, with th uh, hundreds of units, whatever. And, uh, and, and everything, they've got a good situation built up. And they, they've, they've recoded a lot of the stuff. A lot of the, uh, um, the heroes are there, like Gimli and Legolas and uh, Aragorn. They're all there with, with like, um, they've edited their health and abilities and stuff like that. But the way the bad guys come in is you've got, three enemy players who are controlling the bad guy spawner and i won't get into how it works but you're kind of off map pushing units through a portal that then rush against the uh, defenders and it's kind of never ending uh it, and you have if to it's you, 40 you, minutes long you have to last 40 minutes and then gandalf and the reinforcements arrive and if you don't destroy them in 40 minutes i guess the you have to destroy them in 40 minutes to win as the evil player yeah uh, but it looks really fun. Um, it looks like it'll be great. But we need seven total people to do this thing, and there's just the two of us. And uh, and so yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a lot of fun too. But mostly just just some pub stomping would be fun because I feel like I'm running up against him every now and every single time, and it's it's the same game over and over, which I really enjoy. It's really uh, hard. It's uh, and I'm learning every time. But every now and then, I'd like to just beat up on somebody and burn the props. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's going to happen tonight because we right before we played this, the guy you were playing with just typed the best words in the chat. Just, I'm brand new at this, and it's like, oh, oh. oh are you? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a huge skill difference between someone who's had the game from one hour to five hours, from five hours to ten. You know, every hour that you all play the way this up to game, thirteen years. Yeah, all the <laughs> way up to thirteen years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cliff's gonna have a bad night tonight. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Cliff's going to be really, really aggravated sitting in front of his computer. Is God, that... I don't know why I'm fucking playing with these guys. That's is his real name, Cliff? Oh, it's not just a uh, attorney joke? I, um, no, no, that was his... Uh... No, that was just the guy's handle. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, all right. Call the show? Sure. Yeah. Painkiller Nearly, episode 86. Would you guys like hanging out with us? Yep. 